0: Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 or on the internet. You are listening to The Breakfast Show and you are joined by Lawson and Danny. Danny.
1: Yes, Danny. Good to see you.
0: (laughs) You're here spending time with us in the morning, waking up early. I know,
1: I know. I'm still trying to wake up because I'm not used to this early morning time slot. But they say the early bird catches the early Sunday breakfast show.
2: No. (laughs)
0: It's, it's, a Monday. Not Sunday, it's Monday. It's <laughs> Monday. It's Monday. It's Tuesday. It's, it's Tuesday, man. Oh. I mean, we are lost. Well, I guess we can start with that. We were, we weren't on live on the air yesterday, but we are live on air today, and we are so grateful that you are listening in
1: and joining us this morning, um, Danny. What are you grateful for this morning? I am praising the Lord that He has woken me up this morning, and that we've had some really nice weather lately. Hundred percent. That was really Agreed. great. And um, so, yeah, just really thankful for life and for strength and for health and when you see you know how things are around the world i think we still are really blessed to live in this wonderful land and mm-hmm. under so praise the lord for where we live yeah praise
0: the lord i 100% agree, and you know what, Denny? I'm grateful for you this morning. Really? Um, because Lyle is out sick. He's got the the big C. He's got COVID, and he is uh, working his way through it. Uh, but we have you this morning. You are usually glad to be here. You were usually a host on our afternoon, Wednesday afternoon shows. Uh, looking, looking up, up looking, looking up. up. That's right. That's right. But you are here this morning, joining us, getting it done. Fantastic work, Denny. Thank, Thank you. you. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We are listening to the Breakfast Show here on Faith FM, and we are going to start as usual with a first clue for the quiz. So, Danny, give it to us. What is our first clue
1: for the quiz? Okay, here we go. Jesus told the Pharisees and teachers of the law that they were responsible for all the prophet's blood shed from me to Zechariah. Oh, wow. Okay. So this
0: person's highlighted by Jesus must Mm -hmm. have been Mm -hmm. someone who was relatively famous. Now, we have to uh just quickly explain some rules for you guys regarding the quiz. And we started this style of quiz last week, but we're upping the ante. So basically, if we you know, we're going to be giving a host of clues throughout the show and you're going to work out who this person is that we are talking about. Now, when you work it out, you'll text us at 0491 at 064669 with the correct answer and your name will go into the draw to win an incredible prize, which I'll get to soon. But we've added some some even newer rules. If you're the first person to get the answer right, you'll get two entries into the quiz,
1: mm. not just one.
0: So, last week, you could have a maximum potential of five entries because we're going to draw the quiz on Friday and you could answer every day correctly. But now, if you're the first one in and you are answering correct every single day, you could have a maximum entries of, like... Yeah, you could have a maximum of 10 entries. Whoa. So, and... If you want the prize, you know, we always give the option for everyone to, you know, do bragging rights and play along with the quiz. Um, but if you want the prize, make sure you text us, uh, may I, may I enter? Uh, the draw, and then we will know for sure. So text the correct answer, text the may I, and you can win our prize for this week, which is the Bible Study Companion Set, uh, Conflict of the Ages. Let me read a little about this. Um, the Bible Study Companion Set is simply the most beautifully written and insightful Bible commentaries ever produced. These five volumes covering the Bible from Genesis to Revelation have made the Bible come alive for millions of readers. The characters and lessons of the Bible will come to life through the exciting and thought-provoking stories. These books are incredible. They're fantastic. I have read all of them. I don't have this specific set,
1: but, Daddy, you know as well. They are brilliant. They are brilliant. They are top shelf. um, Outside of Scripture itself, this is the best Commentary on Scripture. The best. There's been nothing like it ever in all of human history. This is it. Wow. (laughs) High praise (laughs) from the Faith FM studio this morning. But again, hey, let's read that question one more time. Okay, here we go. Here we go, folks. Listen in. Um, Jesus told the Pharisees and teachers of the law that they were responsible for all the prophet's blood shed from me to Zechariah.
0: Awesome. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. Get your answers in and ask. May I enter the quiz? But right now, we are going to get into some positively different news. And hmm, oh, I've got a whole host of things to talk about this morning. All right, I want to start by talking by MRI machines. Um, Danny, have you ever had an MRI? I think I may have. Maybe you possibly. Once. Or, okay. So I, I, I know the MRI machine life. Well, <laughs> I have had my fair sh- I'm probably like seven or eight MRI scans deep, wow. uh, which for those who don't know, like MRIs are like these big machines that you lay in and they do this like deep imaging and scanning and whatnot that takes usually around 30 to 40 minutes to complete. So you sit there absolutely still. Uh, while this machine takes pictures of you. And I've had MRIs for all kinds of reasons. Um, I think the predominant one is, well, because of... Well, actually, entirely because of motorcycle injuries, mm-hmm. uh, because I used to race motorbikes and I had lots of crashes and broke, uh, broke collarbones and broke knees and elbows. And even one time, uh, broke my brain. And so they were broke it, your brain. Is it fixed? Well, yeah, I hope so. You know, people,
1: people, uh, <laughs> that, that explains a, explains a, few a lot. Yeah, that that's right. That's right. A few you know,
0: people always say that. Did like, they
1: find <laughs> anything there when they <laughs> well, actually, checked it under the MRI? So, no. <laughs> so this is
0: actually really interesting. No, that's a great question because the whole deal. Uh, the reason I'm talking about MRI machines this morning is that the uh, Ohio State University of Medicine and Engineering have partnered with uh, Siemens, which is a classic, you know, company in making this kind of technology to build MRI machines that are more accurate, more portable and cheaper, mm. um, which is wow. which is great uh, because there needs to be a little bit of a step. So you have like a CAT scan which is very quick. And then you have like an MRI, which is like very long and slow. And the machine is a lot bigger and, mm. you know, doing a lot more. Um, I think there needs to be a step in between that because, so th- I'll give you a story from my, from my motorbike life. I was in a city called Al- Albacete and I was racing there and I, I was on a practice. There it was a testing day. And at the very end of the day, I was like, I'm going to push it 100%. I'm going to give everything I've got. And I get three laps in, I was doing like a 10 lap session. Uh and I get three laps in and I crashed and did like a big old front flip and landed on my head. I was doing I was doing about 160 kilometers an hour, somewhere around there, and I've just like absolutely annihilated myself. And so I ended up going to the hospital and because I I got a big concussion. I started having short-term memory loss. And so I ended up going to the hospital and I did a CAT scan, and in the CAT scan, Uh, They suspected that I had some kind of abscess or tumor or lump or something like that because of the CAT scan... And basically they thought I was going to die. And it was a really heavy situation. I didn't know. All I remember from this weekend was just like pizza and ice cream. And I, I was like 15 at the time. So I was like pizza, ice cream, PlayStation games. Because everyone felt sorry for me because they all thought I was going to die. But all I knew was just like having fun. Uh, but they called my parents back home. And they are like, oh, this is really serious. Like Lawson could be in a lot of trouble. Uh, but three days later I went and got an MRI, which was, you know, Forty minutes of me sitting under the under the uh, under the machine bzz, 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 takes all like the photos. And they found that there was actually nothing wrong and it oh, was completely wow. fine. So that is uh, definitely a, 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 a near miss in my life. I, I I don't know why I got that diagnosis. I haven't seen the, uh, the pictures. I don't think I have any way to access them. Maybe they have my file on record back in Spain. But I have no idea. I have no idea why uh, there was that misdiagnosis. But what they are trying to do with MRI machines is just... Give them the ability to serve more people and to be more accurate and to be cheaper so that you have that step between a CAT scan and an MRI machine. Like I I had to go to like a pretty big hospital to get the MRI, but it's really difficult to afford them. But ultimately, they've made this machine. Um, and one of the big upsides with this as well is that usually if you have like a pacemaker or potentially if you're like obese or there's a number of different factors, you can't get an MRI, which can be incredibly difficult when it comes to diagnosing um, diseases Because as I scared, said, I got the CAT scan, and then they were like, oh, Lawson's going to die. Mm. But once I got the MRI, they cleared everything up. Now, I've had a number of MRIs afterwards. I've mri would my knees and different things because I've had all different kinds of injuries. Um, but, like, the MRI machine is the go-to tool yeah. at, like, doing a, a good diagnosis, um, like, having the most accurate diagnosis. And if we can make these machines cheaper and more portable and fit more people in them... Um, then ultimately we have the best opportunity at saving people's lives and diagnosing correctly. So I thought this story was fantastic and I say, you know, more power to them, but especially in that area of they can now um, image hearts that have mm. tra- uh, implants like pacemakers and stuff, which is previously not uh, possible in other news. Okay. I want to talk about something also that's kind of from my childhood. MRIs machines are from my childhood. This one's from my childhood and still also today. Okay. Danny, Mm. do you ever look at things and just immediately just imagine them to have personalities and faces? What do you mean by that? Oh, dude, I do it all the time. Like I, 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 look at things and I immediately just see faces everywhere. Like I, like things, I like faces in all all kinds of things.
1: Like a tomato.
0: Yeah, I'll see a tomato and I'm see and, face. and immediately there's like a personality and a face to
1: it. Shell or well, Lyle well, yeah, or someone. Yeah, but you're someone.
0: people, so obviously yeah. they're a personality. <laughs> but I'm talking about making personality and faces, specifically faces out of just inanimate objects Yeah, that's
1: a real gift love. i can't say that I've you, ever... don't, no, you don't you no, don't do that no i don't no, well
0: no. i've got a new story here that is literally this all is about positively that. different this is yeah like, i'm tuning in because because for me like i do this all the time like mm. you see the fronts of cars you see boxes you see all kinds of things and it's quite easy just to like make out faces and, like herbie and ascribe personalities immediately so yeah 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 that kind of thing yeah, that yeah. kind of thing but um scientists have been deliberating and and you know doing some psychological analysis and whatnot and and essentially, they have come to the conclusion, it's basically our fight or flight response, identifying potentially um, threats or friends, you know, it, it can be motivated whether, you know, uh, relationally or, yeah, uh, with that threat of uh, potentially someone coming along and hurting you but yeah your brain's ability to distinguish between a a real face um and an inanimate object that kind of has facial features they're kind of just going hand in hand and Mm. happen all the time interesting you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different and right now, we are going to get into the second
1: clue for the quiz. So, Danny, please give it to us. Okay, here we go, folk. The second clue is, I am listed as a man of faith in Hebrews 11. Oh, there you go. So, this person, they were presumably killed. That's what Jesus says. Yes.
0: And they are also regarded as a very faithful person.
1: Yeah, he told the Pharisees the first clue, just a reminder that they were responsible for all the... Prophet's blood shed from me, this person that we're we're looking to identify this morning, to Zechariah, and this person is listed in Hebrews chapter eleven as one of the faith heroes. I,
0: I believe I I believe I know what this is. I know who this is. I don't know the answer to this one, which is which is rare because usually I'm either making the quiz or reading out the answers, but. Uh, I don't know the answer to this one. Uh, uh, well, sorry, I do know the answer to this one. I believe I do. 491 64 is the number to go, is the number to call or text if you know the answer. Uh, and the first person to get in, I believe we've already had some answers come through and some comments from people. But guys, make sure you race to those phones because you'll get two entries if you're the first person to text through the answer. But also, um, if you want to enter the draw for our amazing prize, make sure you text, may I enter? The, the draw as you text in your answer. And you will win if you do answer the draw. The Bible Study Companion Set, which is a Conflict of the Ages box set. Some of the most amazing and incredible Bible commentaries that can go with any library. Uh, these are books that Danny and I have both read through, and they are fantastic. But... Um, what again just give us one more time the clue for the quiz. Okay, I am listed as a man of faith in Hebrews 11. 669. Now Denny, what is happening in the world of uh of current news happening? What's what's the deal?
1: Okay, well, I wanted to highlight uh, a story that happened um just several weeks ago back in April. Mhm. And uh, it was in regards to the street preacher, Pastor John Sherwood, um, from the UK, Mm -hmm. who last year in April was arrested by the police for reading from the Bible. Wow. Yeah. Did you say this was in the UK? In the UK, yes, In the UK. In the... in a place, um, there in the UK, in mm-hmm. London, mm-hmm. I understand. He was, um, yeah, he was just there on his, on his soapbox and he was preaching and sharing and teaching. He's 71 years old. Uh-huh. And there's a tradition there in, in the UK, London in particular of street preachers. Mm. I mean, it's, it's been a tradition for, for a couple hundred years at Hundreds least. Of years. Yeah. Probably and, going um, back to like the fifth, 15, yeah, yeah. The Reformation. You've got, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've got those individuals who were preaching and teaching mm-hmm. and sharing, and the, you know, the Wesley brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, they spent a lot of time street preaching, and so it's a, it's a tradition. And um, like when I went to London, I remember, uh, I mean, people can get up on their soapbox. You know, that's where we get that's that where the, we get the expression from. Yeah, yeah the wow. soapbox. You know, you're on your mm-hmm. soapbox. Get off your soapbox. So they get on their soapbox and away they go, just anywhere, any public place. They have the right to be mm-hmm. able to express what. Whatever opinion they want to. Mm -hmm. You know, so you hear some weird and wonderful things. Anyway, uh, last year he was arrested um, on the charges of hate speech. And so it was really interesting that a year on there's been a trial and he's been cleared. Mm. He's been cleared of. Of 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 any wrongdoing, and I'll just read to you a little here of this article. It says Pastor John Sherwood, the Christian street preacher arrested last year in West London for alleged homophobic hate speech has been cleared in Uxbridge Magistrate's Court. Mm. Um, goes on here, it says, Mr. Sherwood's defense centered on his freedom to hold opinions and to receive and impart information and ideas without interference by public authority, mm. as set out in Article 10 of the 1998 Human Rights Act. It goes on and he speaks of um, why he was arrested. He had been preaching on Genesis 127 and said that the family uh. unit as ordained by God, consisted of a father and a mother, not two fathers or two mothers. Mm. And, you know, there were some pastors by who complained. They told the police that he was using homophobic hate speech. And, you know, this 71-year-old pastor was arrested by the police. there in broad daylight and people were, like, horrified, thinking what on earth is going on. So, anyway, that... That, um, that those charges were thrown out and, um, and he now is able to continue to preach. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the guy, he's like, you know, he insisted that he's only sharing from the Bible what the mm-hmm. Bible says. And so this really tells me, Lawson, the times that we're living in where, yeah. where the things that have been accepted for the last six millennia. Um, that have been just stock standard, every two, three-year-old, you know, would know that mm. a family consists of, you know, a mother and a father. That's how they came to be. You know, mm. you didn't come to be through two fathers or two mothers, um, but you came to be in this world through, you know, parents, male and female, um, and that's the family unit from mm. from Genesis. But now to simply share that, to simply read Scripture Um, you can be arrested for that. And um, and it just shows me that we're living in a time and age where the things that were once upon a time considered um, to be stock standard i'm not talking about in just in re- in religious circles i'm mm. talking about right across the board that's right that's stock right. standard and now now you can be potentially arrested for for just speaking you know from the basics in the bible the genesis account
2: mm.
0: yeah i think it's it's super interesting from the perspective that christianity and the bible is not an illegal book uh in in england like it's not illegal. Like, if, if, if those sentiments were, were illegal, like if it was, yeah, then, then for sure. But it's, it's not illegal to read from the Bible and to share those sentiments. Yet he was still arrested. Yeah. So it just shows the, the clear oversight to, you know, giving people freedom of speech and letting them share from the Bible and, and what hate speech actually is. Because this is the thing. Is it like, is it hate speech for me to share a, a view or an opinion of, of the world? Uh, and in some cases, yes. Like, um, I don't know. I, we want to ultimately give people freedom to speak their mind. But also, we have determined that there are, like, people groups who are illegal and not allowed to exist. Like, like white supremacist groups are, like, illegal. That's right. That's right. right. And, and because and the Nazi Party... Wouldn't be allowed. It's illegal, right? Like, like these things are illegal and they are shut down. But it's just interesting that a a, an opinion um, that comes from a book that isn't illegal. Both of those things are not illegal to have. Yet he was still arrested, and I'm like, oh man,
1: they're just they're just riled up. Yeah, it's true. And, um, we're, we're living in a day and age where, you know, our politicians, um, and we've got to pray for our politicians. Obviously, we're in the midst of a, of an election election season once again. And, you know, from a Christian point of view, I share with people, we need to be praying for our political leaders. The Bible's very clear on that and they need so much prayer Mm -hmm. because they're, they're really under pressure, um, by various groups to, to, have certain opinions that they may not necessarily believe in, but that are po- political, politically expedient. For example, for example, just a just just a simple illustration of that is, you know, when our political leaders, um, you know, the opposition leader for, or sorry, I should say, the opposition minister for women, as well as the federal minister for women, have been asked the simple question, "Can you define a woman?" And they've been umming and ahring and haven't been able to define a woman. You know, mm-hmm. a simple a simple question that a three-year-old should be able to, um, you know, give you a definition of. And the definition of one who chooses to be a woman, that's not a definition of a woman. You could have a, you know, you could have a whatever. to be a cow. But yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, um, so anyway, so we need to really, really pray for them and um, just sort of, Another, another one, another one sort of in that space of how things have been tipped upside down is this gentleman um, by the name of Ollie. What was his surname? Ollie something. Oh,
0: Ollie London. Yeah, yeah. Ollie London. I, I, when you They're, mentioned this Ollie to London me in the running, UK. Like, wow. And,
1: um, and I just saw this yesterday <laughs> and Ollie London is, um, you know, he's, a, uh, uh, an english you know uh, anglo-saxon yeah. white anglo-saxon and he wants to be korean he yeah. spent some time in korea he loves korea loves the food loves the language loves the culture and loves everything particularly and, the music cuz that's and um, strange yeah to do, uh, and AMU. so and so he he wants to roll out transracial he wants to be transracial we've heard of transgender but he wants to be transracial mm-hmm. and there's and there's and there's people are up in arms saying you you can't be Korean. You're not Korean. And he's like, why can't I be? Others who, you know, are female, can say we want to be male and and vice versa. Why can't I be Korean? Yeah, wow. So anyway, the world has just gone, it's gone mad. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: And we have an interview coming up, but before we get into the interview, we are going to have another clue for the quiz. So, Danny,
1: are you ready? I am ready to roll. Here we go. So, this is clue number three for this morning I was a shepherd. So, this individual um, was mentioned by Christ in connection with the religious leaders who were responsible for all the blood. From from, of, from of the person. prophets, from yep. this person all the way to Zechariah, um, and this person's mentioned in Hebrews eleven as one of the faith heroes, and he's a shepherd.
0: Yes, okay, 0491 064 I definitely know who this is now, uh, but if you know who this is, you can call or text that number and go into the draw to win the Bible Study Companion box set. By the way, the other thing to mention is, you know, this gets drawn uh, at the end of the week, just like we had last week, and this prize is expensive it's beautiful it's amazing guys please get in it is not only a fantastic prize for yourself if you've maybe never read this book or want to have some really immaculate copies of these books uh, but it's also a fantastic present as mm, well to amen. give to people who are on their faith journey but right now uh, we have come to the interview for today and on the phone we have nikita nikita are you there with us
2: Yes, I am. Good morning.
0: Good morning. morning. Fantastic to have you on. Now, Nikita, I uh, have met you and I know you personally. I don't know if my my co-host Denny has, but it is great to have you on this morning to just talk about your journey of faith and how the Lord has worked in your life.
2: It's an absolute pleasure to be on um, here. Thank
0: you. All right, Nikita, so I guess when it comes to Jenny's of faith, we just start at the beginning, you know, like, what does your life look like? What did it look like? What does it look like now? And, and work our way through. So I guess my, my first question is, yeah, did you, you know, grow up with God? What, what, did, what did life look like for you and, and how did you end up knowing God?
2: okay um so i didn't grow up in a religious household at all um it was kind of the aspect where i was christened but that was only it you have the christening you're fine you're saved you don't need to worry about religion in general at all um i went to a catholic primary school when i was younger and that was when i was first introduced to god and um, As a kid, you know, you, you want to participate in everything. So they had a Holy Communion in um, year three and four. And I was just like, I want to participate in this. I want to be a part of this. Mm. Um But the teachers were just like, you're not Catholic, so you can't participate. But it was my constant... um perseverance and want to participate that the teacher finally was just like you can come you can participate you can do your holy communion Mm. um so that was a beautiful experience in the beginning and then nothing else really came out of that um and then i came back so i was in fiji from 2010 to 2013 around there what are you Um, doing in fiji my mum my got a posting, so my parents are both in the Navy, um, uh, uh, so mum got a posting um, for working as uh, a part of the Australian Defence Force in the High Commission there. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a lot of fun, very humid, um, mm. <laughs> which is not that different from up here in Curranbong, I've got to say. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, yes. But when I came back in Australia, I actually... I was an acquaintance with um, Carly, Carly Taylor Sullivan, as you probably know. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yes, and I knew her. I didn't know she was religious then until, ooh, 2016. Yeah, um, because in year 11 and 12, she started inviting our friend group to church. Mm. And it was just like, ah. Oh, I'm, I'm good, thank you. You are all weird doing church on Saturdays? I've only heard of Sundays. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose before even being asked to go to church, I've had two experiences of seeing unclean spirits. Oh, wow. um, so that was at the... So, at the end of 2013, I had my first experience, and then about three months after that first experience, I had a second one, and that made me completely paranoid of, Mm. like, what was around me, and something like following me, what is this, it looks like a human, but it has no form, no shapes. it's just dark and black. The second one had red eyes, so I was just like, this is evil, I can tell. Mm. Um, And then... In 2017, I believe, um, one of Carly's friends was having a baptism, so she asked our friend group again, does anyone want to come to church? My friend's having a baptism, and I knew baptisms were like, very important, and it's just beautiful in that aspect, um, especially seeing it from my point of, uh, my point of view now um, with God, mm. and so I was just like. Everyone else is rejected. I'll come. Like, what am I, what else am I going to do on a Saturday? Sleep in, do nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. <Sure. laughs> mm. I came and I was like, everyone's weird. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's happy. I'm not used to that. <laughs> I'm used to, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm used to like bickering about the week, being completely like just depressed mm. and using all these negative terminologies. Mm. So, I was like, yeah, church isn't for me. <laughs> like, it's great that people are happy, but I'll pass. <laughs> wow,
0: that's that's so interesting. So you've grown up, you know, Christian adjacent, you should, say, you could say, which is, you know, many of the lives of people here in Australia growing up in a secular family, but attending a private Christian school. You have some kind of fleeting interest in it, but it doesn't really go anywhere. But then... Uh, you're exposed to, to church at this older age and all of a sudden you just see you're happy people.
2: Yes. Um, it, it was really beautiful and I actually got to meet some of my dearest friends um, there, actually. Um, mm. And I, I, I've been able to grow with them in their journey and they've seen my journey as well. Mm. Um, and it's just been, like, heartwarming because Carly... Um, in essence, is my light bearer. Um, God worked through her. Um, at the end of 2017, like that experience at church, kind of just churned in my head. I couldn't get it out, and I was just like, "Why are people happy? Okay, what well, are Carly's beliefs? Because no sane Christian in my mind then um, goes to church on Saturdays. Mm. I only know Jews do that. So <laughs> I, I only went to. Carly at the end of twenty seventeen is going, Hey, is there a way to study the Bible? And she was like, Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's
0: awesome. Okay. So that is that is so incredible. I think like from your perspective, you've gone to church and you've seen happy, loving, and open people and that has inspired you to say, Oh, well, I wanna know. More about this because that's definitely something that people are tra- chasing is happiness and fulfillment. It's interesting, people. People think of churches, oh, it's just full of full of sad people who might feel bad about themselves or whatever it may be. But you've gone, wow, no, there's something here. There's something more than uh, than what I have. These people are actually content and they're happy and they treat me well. I want to know mm. what they believe.
2: Absolutely, and it and- was more of a uh, it definitely motivated me more to understand Carly because she was a very good friend of mine and an absolute, like I've given her the nickname of little sunshine because she was my light bearer, but she's oh, also wow. a little sister to me too. Mm. Um, and like just her then finding me a Bible study teacher, going out of her way and um, just Time as well, like time is very valuable. We don't have much of it and we take it for granted very easily. And I really appreciate the amount of time that she took out of her afternoons and days just to be able to join um, Akhil and I for our Bible studies, Mm -hmm. Um, which it didn't... End up succeeding um, for too long um, at the end of 2017, uh, beginning 2018, just our schedules kept clashing. And I'm actually quite grateful for that time period where I didn't continue doing Bible studies because mm. it's helped me grow even more to have more of an open mind to what the Bible does say mm. now, um, in my understanding. So that was the first period of like Bible studies. And then I had the a, had a whole maybe a year or two hiatus Mm. and at the end of 2019 it was it was a weird experience I'm not sure if you guys have had something similar but um in a different um, scenario but I was in the middle of my living not living room bedroom sorry Mm. and I was just spinning on my chair just going what is life like Mm. I don't particularly know where I'm going. I don't know what to do. Personally, like, I wouldn't be mad if I died tomorrow kind of mindset. And then I managed to just, like, stop and look straight at my bookshelf on my study table. And the only thing that caught my eye was the Bible that I got from my first Bible study with Akhil and Carly. Mm. And I had that feeling of being, like, drawn to it, kind of like I was being wooed to read the Bible. (laughs) Yeah, 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 wow. And it kicked off since 2019. And then I was, it was around May. Um, This is a very pivotal moment in my life where... Um, like Kylie, like she called me and was just like sobbing on the phone. It's going like, I can't pray. I don't understand. Like immediately, I was like, do you want us to come over? Like in my head, I was like, why do you think you can't pray? Like, can't you, if if you can't speak, can't you think and it's not that Like murmur, write, read, like, what is this? I didn't understand. Cause I was just like, but you we have words like how can one not communicate with someone? Mm. So I was like, do you want us to come over? Um, So a a mutual friend of Kylie and mine, Michael, um, we both drove over to Kylie's and we had this big sobbing prayer session. It was beautiful. You know, when Mm. you've got the tears and it's not, and you're just holding hands, just going like, I don't care how disgusting I feel or look like we're here together. We're children of God praying for his spirit and just a light inside of us to ignite. Mm. And then after that, I had a calling for baptism. Mm. Um, And that was in the, yeah, May, 2020, only five, six months into my Bible studies. (laughs) Mm. And I just knew immediately, I was like, I heard in my mind, God just went like, you gotta get baptized. Yeah, because I was just like, what am I to do? Like, yeah. So when he said that, I was like, but should I, like, who would baptize me? Like, I've done certain things that I absolutely detest, but that's mm-hmm. part of my story. And I just was like, who would baptize me, God? And then my mind was just blank, and I was like, what if I asked Akhil? because he's been with me in my Bible studies, So I went to Carly and I was like, do you think
0: kill would baptize me? And she was like, heck yes. Wow, so exciting. Like, so you just have this experience, you feel called to get baptized. And it's obviously you said by this time you've been doing like five, six months worth of Bible studies. So I I, I imagine that your, your knowledge and understanding of the Bible is at a point where you're like, wow, this is something I actually want to go through with. You feel the call. And it's like, but... That that final hurdle of like oh because because it's like who would baptize me I've done terrible things I feel like everyone feels that way in relationship to to God as well like would God accept me mm. if I got baptized because you know I'm I'm a sinner like I'm full and like why why would God accept me Baptism represents you know me having good conscience towards God and following Him would He accept me mm. if I got baptized and I think at that point you're realizing like wait actually yeah He would like that's the whole point. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. And in my mind as well, I hadn't even finished all the fundamentals of understanding what our full, like where our beliefs lie as well as an Adventist too. So I was just like, I'm literally taking a leap of faith and trusting God with the people that are around me at my home church in Canberra, that whatever is said, I'm going to like, take in, but also check if it lines up with the Bible yes, and see what I'm, um, taught is actually being true and whether like we're actually a family too, mm. because that's the beautiful thing about church in general, you're in a community and if the community doesn't look connected, then it's just weird to the outside eye. um, yeah, so I, I just was like, oh, Jesus, you're taking me on a ride. I I don't know what's happening here, but mm. you have all four wheels and the steering wheel, too, so make that five. <laughs> mm.
0: Ah, that is um, amazing. And so you make that decision and you go through with it?
2: Yeah, I did. So um, the next Bible study I had, it was probably beginning of June, so I got baptized in... July 18th, 2020. So you can technically say I'm a toddler at the moment.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. So uh, you're fresh in it and uh, God is working your life and blessing. What are you up to now?
2: Um, I'm studying at Avondale, um, the Bachelor of Arts in English and Visual Arts. And one day I'm hoping to become a writer for God. Um, So that's um, where I feel like I'm called. I'm currently um, writing a story at the moment on the side, and um, I mean, praise God, recently I've just been wanting a job to understand how writing works in that aspect in um, a religious context, and I managed to get hired for a proofreading job for the conference um, mm-hmm. for these Bible studies, and I'm just like, Jesus, I'm, I'm not good at this. I'm still learning um different grammatical structures and new words every day. And I'm mm. not a hundred percent. I don't know all the Bible and all the context. I want to understand what you've written and be able to reach out to other people. So Lord, like this is in your hands. You've blessed me and graced me with this job. Mm. I need you to work through my hands and my mind to be able to reach whoever it is
1: Seeing on the other
0: screen. Mm. Mm. Amen. And uh, God has blessed you in that. Nikita, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We have to wrap it up there, but it's incredible to see how God has worked in your life and brought you from the point of, yeah, Mm. far from Him to close to Him. Right.
2: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.